Thanks for joining us today on Perfect X. My name is Sherry, and this is my co-host, Ben. Hi, everyone. This is Ben. And today we are talking about what makes a good relationship for you. Yes. That's a really good topic. I know. I think so, too. What's going on? Yeah. How was your weekend? Not much. Um, it was good. Um, I went yesterday to Houston to an Astros game. Baseball. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you a big yeah, baseball yeah. fan? Um, I mean, I don't think I'm a fan fan of like any sport, but I really do like baseball a lot. Like, I don't follow it and all the stats and like all that, but I do like watching baseball. It's one of probably my favorite sports. Oh, that's cool. To watch. Yeah. Huh. Um. Yeah. So I went there yesterday. And um, um, I watched a movie with a friend. We rented it on, I don't know, like one of the apps, The Covenant. It's really good movie. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. One of my favorite directors. So, Oh, yeah. you're actually a fan of it? I mean, I don't mind him. I just didn't, I don't know what he, what he produced or directed. Oh, a lot of good movies. Um, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Snatch, um, the gentleman, um, well, the covenant, uh, a lot of good movies. Huh. I yeah. have to look into it. I only know him as uh, Madonna's ex-husband. Yeah, he also he directed two movies, uh, Madonna movies. So yeah. Oh really? I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like a diehard Madonna fan. I just that's the only reason I know of him. Yeah, yeah, I know. He has good movies. I mean, they're action. There's a lot of uh, violence. Uh, but it's it's fun. I mean, I, I like his movies, yeah. So That's good. Him and Quentin Tarantino are probably, like, my favorite directors. That one I know. The last one. Yeah, you do? What yeah, movie well, of do you, course. What movie I, mean, I, don't, you I don't know which one he makes. I never know who produces or directs what movie. I'm not, like, oh. you know, I'm more into, like, just if it's a good movie. <laughs> I don't really if care it's, who's if it's Barbie then yeah. <laughs> I would not go see that movie although I've heard it's a great movie but it's just not my my alley but yeah. I love that it's bright in like shades of pink back in style because I love a good neon pink <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I have to credit it for that but um uh, what about yeah. you what did you how was your weekend we had a really I, well I had a really good weekend we went to a really nice restaurant in on Friday and mm -hmm. actually, it was kind of fun because it's called Yezebel, and it's beautiful. But you would think it would be a little bit, like, my age, like, older. But the whole night, every guy that came up to us was, like, 28, 27, that kind of age. So it was kind of nice because it doesn't look like a 28-year-old place. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I used to think I was old at 28, but now at 37, I feel like 28 is so young. Um, yeah. But it's, like, a fancy, cute place. Um, and then it was kind of funny because I met a guy that night there and then he was like so cool cute chill but when he told me he was 28 when he asked for my number I was like well how old are you and he's 28 and I was like oh no so what's funny is Saturday night we went to another bar in a total different city um so that one's in West Hollywood we went to a bar in Studio City which is actually a very low-key bar so that one was like a little upscale fancy and then this place we went like in jeans and t-shirts you know and yeah. the same guy was there. So it was just kind of funny. Like, you don't bump into people regularly. It's LA. Like, there's 10 million people, you know? 
Um, and people usually tend to go to the same spots and the same area that they live. And we ended up at two different bars in two random areas. And the same guy was at both. So it was kind of funny. Like, and he was like, oh, like he was laughing about it too. Cause it's just not very common. And so, did you, are, are you talking to him or something or? No, no. Like he was really respectful. Like when he asked for a number and I asked his age and then I laughed, I was like, I'm 10 years older than you. He was like, oh, it's it, like, I don't mind you. And I was like, I do. Um, so he was pretty chill. He was really like, really easygoing chill person even when we were talking before that he was super chill so he wasn't like aggressive like he walked over as soon as he walked in I was already sitting and I was facing him um and so it was funny like I waved and he came over hugged us said hi like it was just totally chill like not awkward or like him being pushy or being like this was fate or anything stupid like that (laughs) it was just kind of fun Um, not like your typical guys that you talk to <laughs> i know i know maybe i should lower my age range because <laughs> the ones around my age seem a little stocky but what's your age range in your dating apps you know it's so funny because i used to have it at 28 to i think 42 i think mm-hmm. i had it at um but then every time i even see like a ledge i don't like younger than me maybe maybe two years younger but that even bothers me i like i like a little older maybe because I used to date like so much older. So I like my age or older. Um, But then even that's changed. So I used to have it at 28 just in case there was someone. But then I was like, I've never one time swiped right. Or when I do realize that I swipe right and I realize their age, I'm not interested. So I moved it to 32. I think it's 32 or 33. And then Mm -hmm. up to 47. But I also don't want much older than me either because I just want to age accordingly with my husband as I get older. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be, although you, you're never promised that, like anything could change health-wise, but I have, I, I'm hopeful that we're like yeah. only like two to four years different in age because not, again, like I know so many people that were the same age and you can get cancer or something unfortunate can happen, but I would hope to at least have the best, like I feel like 10 years more likely he could be more sicker before I'm ready to like hang out at home more you know maybe because yeah. I see that a lot like my parents are only two years apart um, my I have like the best best healthiest parents as example of love and good relationship like they just really love each other they do everything together they're best friends and yeah. um, now that my dad has Parkinson's their lifestyle has really changed and they went from like traveling doing always being out always going for dinners always going for this and he physically can't do a lot of stuff and my mom's only two years younger and she's like knock on wood in great health but she doesn't mind now sitting at home more often or not doing things and being with him just around the house more it's just easier because he can't always walk um and so it doesn't bother her as much or like they can't really they can travel they haven't they got to figure that out like they're just adjusting to the different lifestyle changes but the last two years they haven't traveled and that's okay with her because they've done it before I don't know like I just want to make sure as I age I'm also okay but I feel like if I'm 10 years younger I might still have way too much energy and want to be doing things than my husband if he's sick or can't physically you know so again well, uh, I mean my parents problems. are yeah my 10 my parents are 10 years uh, apart and they-, they still I mean they're still doing stuff I, I mean, mean we're gonna go you're, travel and, you're yeah. so lucky your dad's very healthy yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. he goes out fishing. He still does some woodwork here and there. Like, 
he's really still active. Like they still go on long walks on the beach. They take their dog I, out. So. That's that's amazing. And I, of course, like it's age really doesn't determine it. I guess maybe because I'm seeing it right now and we're going through that adjustment period, it's more relevant for me. Like before I would have dated someone 10 years older. Now I'm like, ugh, like I just, maybe because I see how much it's changed our family dynamic. I'm just like, your dad's very healthy. You're very, very, very lucky. Knock on wood Brown. My dad's yeah. always been healthy. So this was like a big shock for us. And so I don't know, maybe that's why. So yes, I do have up to 47, but I would prefer two to four year difference. Yeah. And I have five plus five less. Five plus five less. So See, I have 35 to 45. 35 that's my plus. range. That's not a bad range. That's not a bad range. Yeah. It's actually a really healthy range. Yeah. I mean, I feel like five years is a lot. I've dated girls that are 10, eight years older than I am, and I'm, I'm fine with that too. But but now that I'm older, you kind of, I don't know, like it, it's a lot more noticeable. But I mean. They're, when they're you, older you than you? Know. Yeah. Does it bother you a little bit now when they're older than you? No. I went on a date with a girl that was. 50 it wasn't bad so what made you like not want to date 10 years older anymore though like as much oh, be as open to it no so you know what happened is that this was a friend of mine he's 50 uh -huh. um and his wife is also 50 and his wife friend well his wife was like hey i have a friend i feel like you match and blah blah and i'm like yeah sure and we went out like three times and it was kind of weird because she didn't respond a lot. Like, she took so long to respond. Um, like, I would text her, and maybe two days went by, and then she would answer. And oh, I'm that's like, odd. Yeah, I know. It was kind of weird. And we went out, and, like, the last date we had, um, I mean, we kissed goodnight. I, I, we, she parked kind of far where we met, and so I gave her a ride to her car. Everything was fine. And then I told her, hey... I'm going to go on, uh, I was going to go to Mexico to visit my family and I was going to be there for like two weeks. And I'm like, hey, uh, before I leave, I still have like another week here. We should hang out or something. And she's like, yeah. And and then I I texted her. She didn't answer. And then I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm leaving tomorrow. And she never answered. And I'm like, okay. And so, yeah, we just stopped talking like that. That's like not that she would say, yeah. I mean, I, I noticed more and more like, I, 90% of the time, there are times I don't, will just be up front and be like, I'm not really interested, right to someone's face. I feel like, though, it's really hard for people to do that. And, and I, as I'm trying to be more respectful, <laughs> as I'm getting older, I, I do agree that maybe sometimes people just have a hard time to someone's face just being like, it's not working out for me. It's really hard to date 10 years younger. I have, I have a few girlfriends, I have three girlfriends that are dating guys that are 10, one's 12 years younger, one's 10 years younger. I think one is like 12 or 10, maybe between 12 and eight years younger than her. And all of them initially have a hard time dealing with it because it's Him just, a, or her? just her. Oh, there's three girls. Okay. I have three girlfriends. Yeah, no, I know, but, between but I didn't know if it was difficult for him or for her. Um, I, I mean, I'm not friends with any of the guys like I just know the girls okay. I mean and I see the guys like I know them as their boyfriends I know one of them she didn't tell him for a long time like they were dating for a long long time and then he found out like a year in she it's funny because she just 
never told her age and he just didn't ask and then it like I think it was like almost a year and he was like kind of shocked because she doesn't look it she looks much younger um even now they've been together for like a long long time she looks like they don't look different in age um and I think they're 10 or 12 years apart but um he said that at first he was just mostly shocked that she hadn't said it but he wasn't bothered by it that's the only guy perspective I've ever heard from that yeah. situation um he was just like well why wouldn't she tell me um and then the girls they are like it, it's always an adjustment like they weren't seeking it um and it just happened that they connected with that individual and then you know they were like oh it's like at first like like do you think he's just like after an older girl like there's like a little bit of like that trust issue in the beginning not with them like I can't say specifically they feel that way but I think you wonder like well why is he wanting a girl so much older just like I think most I would feel like that like not that they say that I think that's the adjustment that most females go through when because there is a like that obsession once Stifler's mom came out remember like men wanted older women so I think it goes through their heads. Just like I think a guy would feel that way when they have money and they're older. If a girl goes for them, I think they would have that trust. Be really like, do they like me or the money? Because I'm so much older, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that they probably might go through that. And all the girlfriends I have that are like that are very successful. They're very independent, successful women. But they just happen to end up with guys younger. Well, so, yeah. well hopefully but, it works out with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of them have been together for years. Like, like the one that he found out later, I think they've been together for more than 10 years now. So, wow. yeah. 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 And you really don't notice. You really don't. I, it's funny because I'm opposed to dating someone younger, but the people I know that are with younger guys, like, they actually have very healthy, great relationships. So I don't know why I'm so opposed to it, but maybe because I want to be the baby. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but if you're so opposed just change your your date range on, on your i did i did so i okay. i moved it i think it's 32 or 33 i think it's 32 but okay. i i don't do the 28 thing anymore i don't even try to pretend and lie to myself about it okay <laughs> so okay what to you would make a healthy relationship like what does it look like to you and i think the reason we're asking this today i think sometimes we aren't sure like right now like i even just told you like oh, the younger age thing, I'm not sure why I'm opposed to it when I see it work out for other people. Um, But I think we all have like a vision of what a good relationship looks like for us. Yeah. So I'm just curious, like what to you would be like your ideal dream relationship? So you know what I really want? I just want to be comfortable I want to not have to I know when you start dating you always like try to look the best and you know and but I I don't want that like I want something that is just so natural and and more like just a friend and I don't mind if she's wearing sweats or something like I I I don't care about appearances so just like that's something for me that I feel would make a really good relationship. I mean, that's kind of what I'm I'm aiming for. The feeling of comfort. You, yeah, so, feeling of I mean, comfort. Yeah. Going along with that is kind of like not feeling judged because I think you can only feel comfortable if you don't feel judged by the other person. You feel understood. Yeah. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Yeah, yeah so, I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like having a friend, just be able to talk to that person and be open and and not having to to I don't know, like, you know, if you want to go out with your guy friends and and it's like, oh, again, you're going like, why can't it be like we're just friends? You, you know, not not just friends. I mean, we're more than friends, but as as I have you as my partner, as my friend, my my confident, my you know, like everything. But I also want to hang out like you want them want to support to be, your lifestyle. Yeah. And, and I want it to be like easygoing relationship you know just like no drama I hate drama I hate arguing I hate fighting like let's just have a good time and and I don't know enjoy the time that we're together makes sense I I mean I would kind of break it down with like and I think I have a lot of the same thing maybe a little bit different like I would want that person to feel like my best friend like first and foremost and someone that to me feels I think on the comfort thing you're kind of saying I kind of feel the comfort level too, but I kind of would go into more levels of the sense of I would want when I'm with them, like that, wherever they are to me feels like home, you know, like the, I feel understood by them. I don't feel judged by them. Someone who I feel understands me fully and is able to know the things I'm not saying. Like they, you know, like sometimes, like I personally have a hard time communicating how I actually feel about things. And I think mm-hmm. if I try to brush most things off and not be bothered and just always be easygoing, I sometimes don't even realize that something bothers me. Like, I have a girlfriend that used to always say, like, you get mad at me for something three months later. Because like, only <laughs> after, like, a while of just brushing it off, brushing it off, I'm like, wait a minute. No, I am mad that this happened, you know? Like, yeah. so I would want someone who's so, like, really so much my best friend and so understands me that they hear and understand the things that I'm not saying and I'm trying to ignore. Like if I, they, something is going on and maybe I'm trying to brush it off, which is not healthy because, you know, it just goes under the rug and it resurfaces. Right. So I would want someone who really takes the time to make sure I, I'm able to process how I feel and hears me when I'm not saying things like, well, I guess understands me when I'm not actually not saying things. So, you know, yeah. And I think that's possible. Like, I'm not saying like they should be a mind reader, but I do know that my closest friends sometimes and my family, for instance, like my, like my sister's really good at this is like, she'll, I'll be like, Oh, this is not a big deal. This is not a big deal. And she will be like, it's okay that you're upset about blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if I'm being honest, I am upset about it. I just don't want to seem like someone that's not easy going. So I ignore it. So she's like, it's okay that you feel like this. And I was like, well, I actually do feel like that. It's I'm not expecting them to be a mind reader, but to uh, give me the space that I feel I'm allowed to be upset because I try to always be so, so ignoring of how I feel. Cause I'm like, it's okay. Like, don't be the difficult one, you know? And I also had um, a, like my best friends that live next door. Um, they were a lot like that too. And I remember even like one time being really mad at, with a girlfriend of mine who didn't do something that I, I didn't know you, like I felt like I needed out of a friendship. Um, Mm -hmm. And he said to me, like the husband, he very clearly said to me, like, if it was me, I would be upset about that. And if you feel like you're actually upset, it's okay to be upset. It's valid. And um, 
it's supported. Like I support you for feeling that way. You're not being dramatic. And that's kind of like someone who gave me safe space to feel the way I needed. I actually did feel not needed to feel. So I guess what I'm saying is like someone who gives me safe space to feel something without me feeling dramatic or being difficult. Like I, unfortunately, I'm, I'm actually suppressing my own feelings by always trying to not be difficult. And when I have a safe space for that, I feel so understood. And it's something that very few people have given me. Um, mm-hmm. Like, of course, I get it from my family and close friends, but uh, I really appreciate that. So I know that whenever I'm with somebody, even like dating wise, or, or my healthy relationships were always someone who gave me that space. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I get it. And, and that is like, really. Yeah, I feel like everyone is kind of looking for that, you know, have that safe, like you said, like that safe space where you know you can go with that person. And even if you're, like what you're saying, not expressing, or even if you're expressing how you're feeling, but they understand you and they're, like, they're on your side, you know? Unless you're being unreasonable, you know? Like of if course, it's something of that, course. Yeah. But, if um, you are actually being dramatic, then, yeah. then they should also be someone who calls you out for that. Like if I'm actually overreacting to something, which my mom's really good at doing, like sometimes I could really overreact to something with her. Like I'll tell her, not not that she does, but I'll be like, this person did so this and this. And then she, I actually really appreciate this for my mom. She'd be like, they didn't do it to hurt you. That's what's natural to them. And if you, like my mom will always say like, it's okay, like forgive that person, tell them how you feel and then accept whatever reason they give you you have to be okay with it you know when I'm being yeah. dramatic I also appreciate that just as much as being comfortable enough to say how I feel you know what I mean like you also don't want someone that every time you do something wrong they're like yeah yeah fuck yeah like go stick it up to that person's ass and make them apologize it's like sometimes no you're, you're not in the right so I guess it's like being with someone who really has the same mentality so they know what's right and wrong the same foundation I guess same same beliefs and they can call you out or give you the place you know yeah yeah and that's true i mean i i you always are like waiting for oh they should always be on my side but it's also really good when they're not you know and it and it's Mm -hmm. like oh they and they call you out on your bullshit or they call you out on whatever you know and they're and then you can be like but why are you saying that and and having that type of of conversation and not you know, not an argument, but like a back and forth, like why? And well, this is why I think, and this is how I would take it. Um, I think that's also like great, you know, because it makes you grow as a person. I feel it, it'll make you change in a good way and kind of like maybe change your way of thinking of how you would probably react before. And then that will be like, oh, that's like a good balance. I was just going to say, how can you grow if you're never held to accountability for the actions that you do, right? Like, Of course. I, I was always, like, my mom always, always, always was, she always says, like, I will have, you have my support, but I will tell you the truth. Like, she's never, mm-hmm. like, if I do something wrong to someone, she's never like, well, that's my daughter. Like, you know, she, she'll tell me. But it also depends on how, like, she's not going to go in public and be like, Sherry, you should apologize to so-and-so, you know? She'll just pull me aside and very blatantly tell me, like, 
actually, if you break the situation down, this is what I think they meant. And you overreacted here or you were in the wrong here. And I appreciate that because how would I grow as a person if she's not showing me something in the moment that maybe I'm too heated or too like invested to actually take a moment to step back and see what's going on with the bigger picture. And that is so important in a relationship. You never want someone who's just always having your, I mean, they should, shouldn't call you out in public though. That's one thing that's big to me. Like I wouldn't want a boyfriend. That's to be like, yeah. Like, Hey, I don't have your back. Like you can have the back. Maybe they pull you away from the situation. That's also having your back. I see that with couples sometimes where the guy's like, Hey, let's go to the side and talk about it. That's not, that's like actually being helpful. He's maybe not, I mean, he's definitely not calling you out in front of everybody, but he's maybe not saying like, my wife's the best person because the reality is he's just pulling you aside and telling you like, let's take a moment. Let's talk this through. This is as an outsider, what's really going on, you know? And that's just as important as, you know, that's just wanting to see someone you love grow. How can you want someone that you love not to change and be the best version of themselves? Absolutely. So that's really important. So that's important to you too, huh? Yes, of course. And I guess that really ties with someone who's honest. Like I think real true love is being honest. I always say like an acquaintance will tell you what you want to hear and someone who's close to you will always tell you the truth. Yeah. So that's important to me. Like I never want someone who just tells me what I want to hear all the time. Like Mm -hmm. if you're honest, you tell them, the reality of a situation no matter how hard that could be like maybe like I always tell my friends when I tell them something really hard like when they're fighting with their significant other and I actually think they're in the wrong I'm like I'm not you have to think about me like I'm not trying to put myself in a position to fight with you as well I'm actually putting myself in a difficult position to tell you the truth and that's the reality like an honest healthy relationship it's really hard to tell someone when they're wrong so if they're willing to do that for you and put their own neck out on the line, you should appreciate it. Yeah. And and that goes tied with good communication, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, having that uh, that good interaction and calling them out or them calling you out um, when you're in the wrong. And, I mean, and and for you not take it in a, oh, you're, you're not on my side, you know, like, you have to have good communication and it has to be like, Hey, I'm not trying to like say that you're wrong or just, this is how I feel about that thing. And, and good communication is something that makes great relationships work. And I don't know about you, but like, I feel like we're at an age that you should be able to learn how to communicate. Like what's the saying they say? It's not what you say. It's how you say it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really important. Like, I feel like I'm way too fucking old to deal with someone who doesn't know how to properly speak. Like, I don't want to be with someone who every time they have something they want to say, they go in at an aggressive angle, you know? Like, I really think it's important to be able to talk without yelling. And I think we're too old. And in today's society, we have too much information. Now, I'm not saying they always have to say everything and do everything perfectly because we make mistakes, you know, like there's always correct wording now and correct way of saying things and go about things. And sometimes like for different generations, like for us, we like I know me and you, like we grew up with words that you can't say now. So sometimes it comes out, you know, you're like, whoops, I didn't know. Or I don't know if that's the right word anymore, you know, or how we grew up in a generation where people did react. Now they're teaching people like, no, the healthy communication is like just speaking 
saying how you feel, not gaslighting. I, I didn't even know what the word gaslighting was 10 years ago. Like, this is not something we were raised with, you know? But, yeah. and 10 years ago in a relationship, I would have been screaming the whole fucking time in order to get my point across. But now at 37, 10 years later, where we are getting informed, I really want to be with someone who knows how to speak, how to communicate, how to share how they feel. Not someone who's storming off yelling, or storming out of the house and trying not to communicate or doesn't communicate at all. I just think we're too old for that. Um, but I can respect making the mistake of it because again, we, a lot of people our age weren't grown up raised that way. Like it just wasn't normal, but I would hope that they aim to always communicate in a way that's healthy and that they can, they can be heard and I can be heard. Yeah. Even if you disagree, like it's okay to disagree, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I I feel like if two people were exactly the same, it would not work, you know, because it's, I don't think, I think we need to have our differences. Mm -hmm. Um, There has to be things in common, but I feel there has to be differences, but, but the respect and, and like what we were saying, the communication and a good communication, the way it's, it it's they share that um i feel that's like really really important it is and exactly what you said it's it's true like you don't have to be the same you just have to have the same value and what does that break down to it's like like for instance i am like i believe like all things like i believe in god right so good the good things Mm -hmm. happen to me or when something happens i have my faith come into my perspective of things right my best most of my, well, actually one of my best friends is the same. And then two of my, my other two are complete atheists. And the one I spend most of my time with, she's a complete atheist. When we're talking and I say like, well, it's okay. I'm okay with it. Like, this is obviously God's will for me. She doesn't go like, oh my God, there's no God. She's just like, sometimes we joke about it, of course. Like she'll be like, oh yeah, that God. Like, you know, but in a joking way, I don't mind. But like, she's not disrespectful of my beliefs. At the same time, when she's having a hard time, I'm not pushing on, well, this is what God wants for you. You believe in God. Like, you know, it's like, actually, what's the same is the value. And the value is communicating in a way that we know the other person understands and respecting their our differences. And so in the end, we value the way, sorry, the way we communicate is what's most important. And um, the way we want to respect the differences, you know what I mean? So our foundation is the same but our perspectives are different and I don't push my agenda on her and she doesn't push her agenda. on me. We always mm-hmm. make sure that we align the way we speak to one another. And, and that same can go with, with most things. Like, you know, you don't need to believe the same things or, you know, have the same opinion, but you need to value the found, like you should have a foundation of valuing the other person's perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in, in that same subject is like, if you don't have the same interest or the same, um, I mean, interest or hobbies or something, you know, like, but being open to, if, let's say you like going to ballet and like watching a, a ballet show or, you know, something like that. And I'm like, I don't want to go. But if you have that interest and I, I'm going to do 
I'm going to try to go to make it work. You know, like I have to also put a bit of my, I don't know how to explain it. You're compromising. Yeah. You're, you're, you have to compromise. Like it's, it, you know, like you say ballet, maybe I don't like baseball, but I would go out of my way to go to a couple baseball games for you, not bitch the whole time, try to enjoy it and compromise. It doesn't always have to be my way. It's the compromising. Correct. Yeah. And, and I feel, yeah, and, and, and that's, that's compromising, like, what you were saying, like, you with your friends of, of being religious, and she's not, and, and, and being, like, we're not going to argue about this, it's just, I, I'm okay with what you believe, she's okay with what you believe, but you can talk about it, and, and if for some reason you ever want to invite her to church or something, and, I would never I mean, because that, that would be pushing my game. That's a different thing. But I think a hobby and that one is different. Like you can't force. That's a belief. You know what I mean? Like, but I think. No, I no, no, no. But say, but like, maybe. But no, no, no. But sometimes there's something going on on churches. Like I have some friends and they're Christians and there's like, hey, there's gonna be a group of the like the guys from the church are gonna get together and they're gonna go axe throwing or something like that oh yeah that's and, that's just people that's just people getting together <laughs> well i know but i mean they, they might have like some conversation about you know jesus but they <laughs> they always invite me they know that i i mean i i'm not religious so they're like we're just wanted to invite you and if you want to come it's fine and and even though it's a belief but i respect that they're inviting me you know i i I mean, I, I feel it's it's nice, and, and they're always like, if you want to come, it's fine. If you don't, like, don't worry about it. You mean someone who compromises to come with you to some events that they're not wanting to do, and someone who also respects the fact that if you don't want to go, it's okay that you don't go. That's what you're yeah. really saying, right? That That is completely fair. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 And I think that's really, that does make a lot of sense, you know? Like, you want someone who tries to partake in your things, or camps here and there but also you want the respect that if I say no you respect my decision to not do it but you know that's kind of interesting I have a couple things that I don't I won't bend on like I'm a huge junk food eater and because I eat so much junk food I really want to be active like my health is I like I don't want to age poorly so and I, and I can't stop eating junk. Like, it's just, like, I woke up this morning and had Twix. Like, it's just, you know. So, wow. like, anything I can, I can control. And every day I like to have, like, at least three sweets. Like, you know. But it's something I just, I love so much. It's I love ice cream. I don't want to not have it when I don't have it. So, I, for one thing I can't not have in my relationship is someone who's active. Like, I walk almost everywhere. Like, at least, like, yeah. four or five times a week. I'm walking, like, an hour and a half to, in, like, to and from. So, I don't have total like to get something from the grocery store, you know, like I, I need, I like to walk around, like when we go places and I also like to work out at the gym, like at least five, three to five times a week, you know, mm-hmm. I can't be with someone who doesn't have that lifestyle because if they're not active, I will, I'm naturally a very lazy person. <laughs> so if you give me an excuse to never work out, I may never work out again. So that is a non-negotiable for me. Like I need someone who's active. And at the same, same, same point, I need someone that wants to always be evolving and growing. You know, you know, that's something really um, funny that you bring up. So I'm not a really active person. I mean, 
I'll do stuff, but I don't go to the gym. I don't like going to the gym. But if I was dating, but I want to go. I just, I just don't find the, oh, the, I, it's the like energy. the energy. The, I'm just like, why do I have, you know, I don't like it at all. But today, I, I, well, I signed up to, for uh, this boot camp. Um, and sorry, by I the way, I keep today. picking the table, the, the chair. <laughs> Please stop picking the chair. Um, <laughs> I I signed up for this boot camp and uh, I want to go in the morning and so they have a five in the morning class. Oh, and so wait, wait a minute, wait! You're setting yourself up. Stop pushing the chair. <laughs> my my, I'm moving and I'm like I should, I'm moving and the chair keeps getting away. Well, okay, let me tell you something. You're actually setting yourself up for failure. Someone who doesn't like to work out, hasn't worked out in a long time, should never sign up for a five a.m. anything. That's like. That's fucking hell. Just go at a normal fucking time. You're more. What's a normal time? What time fits in your schedule? What time do you work? Nine a.m. No, I work at seven. So then you get off at three. Yeah, I don't want to go at three. I don't want to go after work. I'm all tired. I'm all like. You know how fucking tired you're gonna be. You're never gonna make it at five a.m. Never. I went today and I had a good time. Okay, in two months, let's see if you continue going. Well, it's it, okay. So, this is just a one month boot camp that I signed oh. up for. Okay. So, but you know why I did it? One of the reasons why I did it is because I want to find like some exercises that I can do there that then I don't have to keep paying and I can just do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And which you could just do from YouTube, but go on. I yeah, I know, but I but I <laughs> I, I want to feel like that at least is pushing me. And if I don't pay for a boot camp, if I if I stop going, I'm gonna feel bad with myself because I already paid up front. So, I mean, you've only done a one month commitment. I could see it's the sticking to it like at that early in the fucking morning because you I mean now you gotta get up at four. You know, have your coffee, go there, all that. No, I but... no, I don't have my coffee until later. So <gasps> I woke, oh, wow. I wake up at four thirty, take a quick shower, and then I just go. Oh wow, wow. Okay, I could never do that. I need my coffee, and I need like twenty minutes of silence. But okay, all right. So yeah. now you, and what's the second reason? Because of but, oh, so so what I was saying <laughs> is that if if I was so I'm not a, like a active person. I mean, I'll do any activity. I, I'll play any sport. I'll go on a hike. I'll do it. But it doesn't come naturally from me. So if I was with someone that's like, hey, let's go to the gym, I would go. But you know, I need that, that motivation. That person to... wants someone who's also already motivated. Because if I went on a date with a guy and he said exactly what you said to me, I would think, oh, fuck this fucker. Because it doesn't, first of all, getting to the gym doesn't come naturally to anybody. Like everybody wants to sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing. Nobody wants to get up and work. No, no, I know some there people. Are some people. There are some people. There are some people. Yes, yes. There are those, you know, there's personal trainers. Of course there are some people. But the majority of us, the majority of us, we don't want to work out every fucking day. So someone like you scares the fuck out of me because I also don't want to get out. But <laughs> I, I've been doing it for 10 years where working out has really been a big part of my life. And so I could slip back the other way so quickly. So if I was 
going on a date with you. I would have hoped you've already motivated yourself a few months in. And then three months in, you could say like, I've actually just started going to the gym every day, blah, blah, blah. Because now you're more trustworthy of not bringing me down to what I have deep down inside of me, which is sitting on the couch <laughs> and ordering takeout, you know, like, it, like you know. No, like, so oh, then we're, we're screwed. Listen, I'm just saying, you shouldn't be hoping someone motivates you. You should motivate yourself. And I even think that with friendships, I have a, like, my closest girlfriend and me, the one I spend most of my time with, Master, the one we spend most of our time with. In general, one of the things we really connected with, like, I don't like oil. I don't like it in my food. I don't like it in anything. And so I hate going out with people that constantly order a lot of junk food because I also want to order a lot of junk food. And so if you're going to, and I still do, like, I won't go out for dinner and not order pizza, pasta, all that kind of stuff. But I'm not going to, like, we go to the bars every weekend. We don't always eat. Like, and if I'm, like, sort of hungry, I don't want to be with someone who's like, oh, let's get a whole pizza. Like, like, no, just have a fucking, like, drink or just go home. Like, you don't need to always be eating just because you're out, you know? And I like that she wasn't like that. And I was like, oh, thank God we can be close because you're not going to bring me down. Like, you know what I mean? Because... I have other girlfriends who like the mo even if we're not hungry, the moment we're out, we're like, should we order like pizza, pasta, fries and eat the whole thing? And you're like, yeah, should we get two desserts? Yeah. You know? And then you're like, fuck, I'm 10 pounds heavier just from one month of this friendship. So people <laughs> like this, it's like a little scary slope because the majority of people, it's in all of us, you know? So yeah, but food wise, I'm really good. Better. I'm really good at eating healthy. Like healthy. I Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, uh, that's when I go into the office. I always have my overnight oats that I make one night before. Mm -hmm. I always have salads, and I always try to have dinner, either another salad or something really light. Like, I'm really healthy eater. See, that's a turn on. Like, I would love to pick up that habit from you. I, like, even with Massa, I picked up one habit. I used to order dessert no matter what, anywhere I was. She doesn't do that. So I slowly stopped ordering desserts. I'm like, I don't want to eat it by myself. So because she yeah. didn't join me, I used to stop doing it. So if I had a boyfriend who had salads for lunch and had oats for breakfast, I'd probably get in the habit of that too. So that's a great trait to have and pass down. If you yeah. add the working out already in, I think you'd find your perfect match. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, are... I love, and I love ice cream. Ice cream is like my oh, favorite dessert. But I know I love it so much that I just don't buy it. I'm like, no, because I'm gonna fucking eat this and like watch a movie and just eat. It. And so I'm just like, no. And so I just buy apples or carrots or stuff like that. And then I that's my snack. You want to something crazy? Well, two things. One is, um, I after most dates, no matter what, because my favorite thing in the world is McDonald's soft serve. And I would already be drinking. And once I'm drunk, that's all I think about. So after like every fucking day, no matter what, if I was in my own Uber, if I was in Uber with them, however, I would stop at McDonald's and get like a soft serve. And I'm always like, can you make it extra big? Like make it a two in one? <laughs> I would eat that. And it was such a bad habit of mine, like such a bad habit. So I actually believe you should always have everything you like in your house. I have like, like all my niece and nephews know this. I have three drawers just filled to the rim with chocolate candy like you like think about it i've got it starburst jelly ranchers like peanut butter cups like all family sizes costco sizes because actually <laughs> <laughs> twigs like i've got like maybe like 40 packages of twigs like everything like you know because i believe actually if you if it's always accessible you won't 
be obsessive about it. Like I have it anytime I want it. And that's why I don't binge on it. So that's actually, I mean, no, we talk about relationships, but I just want to give you a little trick on how not to binge on stuff. Because if you never have it, then the moment you have ice cream, like before I would get ice cream, I would have to have like triple scoop and I eat the whole thing. Because I was like, I, when can I have this again? Now I'm like, I can have ice cream whenever I want. And I'm usually satisfied with like a scoop, you know? So. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't. I, no, I don't think that's a really good tip. If you have it, it is a tip. Fucking no, that's actually, yeah. that's something I've learned is the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. It's well, no, but that's, that's, just, that's your way. That's your way of thinking. But a lot of people, if they're like, oh, I can have a Reese's right now. And then they open it. Oh, I can have Reese's and uh, Starbucks. And I can you. have Twizzlers but too. I, but sometimes <laughs> I do have all of that. Sometimes I do. And, and other times. But I if you didn't have more. them, you would just go and grab an apple. No, I had, I, I ate fruit all the time too. I mean, just before this, I had two nectarines and I had a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> 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 don't eat the Reese's. Just eat the peanut butter. Cup. Why? It doesn't affect. Well, no, I you you can eat it because you're extremely thin. No, I'm not. But thank you. But no, yes, I'm really you not. Are. But my point is, I used to like always go up and down these ten to twelve pounds like crazy, and it was because I wouldn't keep it in the house, and so I would think about all the time. Once I got a hold of it, I was like, oh my god, and then I would eat all of it. Now I have everything almost every day, and I just never overeat on it. But anyway, well, you're it's, already, a, you're, it's a diet thing. You already had a Twix in been a But I've also already walked 12,000 steps today and done a 45-minute weight workout. So it all evens out. It all evens okay. out. Okay. okay, so we know this. So food-wise, weight-wise, we want, like, weights, like, I mean, like, physical weights. You know, yeah. I want someone who does a weight workout, cardio workout, and has your healthy eating. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I just feel like I I if somebody was that active, I would I would do everything possible to be as active as that person. And do you and like, do you think you're gonna last every one of these thirty days? Like, are you, what's your goal? Monday to Friday, or every single day? Uh, Monday to Friday. So should we see if at the end of this month you make it? So. But wait, so I said that they told me because you're starting, it, it's like if you want to come every day is fine, but mm -hmm. at least try three days a week. The only day that's going to be kind of difficult are going to be the Fridays. <laughs> so ben, at ben, least... wait a minute. You just went from five days to three in like one fucking breath. No, 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 no. I'm going to at least go four. I'm not going to go Friday. Should, I, can... I think if I think, well, then why can't you go Sunday or Saturday? Oh, because it's closed. I think oh, Saturday is open. Let's see if you prove. Okay, well then, let's see if you prove our listeners and me. We can hold you accountable. I mean, literally, let's, you said you want to go five days a week for thirty days. Let's see if you go. It's only twenty times. Okay. Yeah. You're like you're you're regretting even mentioning this now. You're like, fuck. Why did I mention this weekend? <laughs> like, why can't you go five days? Okay, I, I'm really. Because Thursdays is when we go out and have happy hour. So why can't you go that morning off? It's not going to affect your happy hour. So what, Friday, you can't go hungover? I used to work out every fucking morning hungover as hell. Oh, my God. No, and it's, not, and, it's not, and, and it's not. No, and it's not that I even get drunk. It's just I'm going to have 
several beers and I'm gonna be like ah and next morning is gonna I'm gonna so try to do it. I'm gonna try what to if, do it. What if Fridays you go after work? I know you oh after work Fridays we have our podcast. What if you go Saturday morning? No, I mean I could go at seven. There's another class at seven at night. Then well no but you, it's Friday. You're gonna go out Friday. Let's do something you actually commit to. Well, that's why that's why I wanted to do. I always have shit to do in the afternoon. Like, there's always like, oh, so, let's but go here. you okay. haven't explained oh. why you can't do Saturday. Why can't you do Saturday? You haven't come up with a viable. Oh well, so, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, I maybe could. Maybe could. I will have you yet to commit. See, this is why someone like me can't date someone like you because this would piss me off. I'd be like, oh no, this fucker. Because if he can't even commit to five days of working out, he's gonna make me, he's gonna do four. Then four becomes three. Before you know it, me who works out at least six times a week or five times a week at the minimum, you know, so I'm gonna be start going down on the couch watching yeah. movies and some real and, fucking slippery slope. And, and this junk is the food. first time I've kept this weight. Like I've always gone up like a two-year period. I'm like up ten pounds, down ten pounds, up ten pounds. This last five years, I've never gained it back. And I, someone like you scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, you know, you literally went from, oh, it's five, I can do five times a week. So they, they recommended three to maybe I could possibly do four. So I haven't come up for a reason why I can't make Saturday. <sighs> okay, five, five. I got to commit to five days. It's only for week. 20 days. It's for 20 days out of a 30-day period. I know, I know. And, and yeah, and I, I really, I had a good time today. It was fun. I was sweating my ass off. It was your uh, first fucking was... day. Tomorrow morning, we'll see how you move. You know, my back already hurts, but yeah. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow. I already have my alarm. I already booked that I was going to go. So, yeah. All right. All right. We'll see what yeah. happens. Or, you yeah. know what I can do? What if I go twice in one day? Yeah. Let's just say that in the next 30 days, you do it 20 times. How you do it is no one's business. How about that? Okay. Can you? Yeah, and I won't bug you about it. I'm not going to bug you about it. You figure it out. I don't lie about it. At the end of 30 days, tell me where you're at. So what okay. are we? Is today August 13th or something? August 14th. All right. So we'll talk to you on September 14th. That's, oh, you have your trip coming up right after that. Yeah. So yeah, you, I mean, maybe you'll get fit for your Spanish girls. <laughs> Spaniard. Well, you know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I've seen people that used to join our boot camp when I used to go to boot camp. Um, I used to also go twice a day a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, because I loved that class so much. But um, they would drop like 20 pounds in a month. Like people like they, people drop like crazy on these boot camps. I didn't. Mm. I was satisfied yeah. during that time. <laughs> I, would, I would show up and like already be ordering a large pizza for my way back home but, but but I'm just saying like you you never know you might be as active and healthy as hell with no back problems in the next 30 days I hope but yeah so I'm already preparing mentally preparing for tomorrow all right all right we'll see yeah. what happens okay 20 times in 30 days yes okay right. we went totally out know, of the topic. subject <laughs> Yeah, but I was going to say one thing that I feel is really, really important is someone that is thoughtful of you and or of me or but um, 
something that just happened the other day, and it's a friend at work. She was, she had this presentation or something, and she had these shoes that she doesn't wear a lot, and and um, and so she was having like a little blister in the back of her, of her uh leg or her foot. Heel, her heel. Heel on her, yeah, on her heel. She was having this little blister, and so. I saw her that she was like limping or something. And, she, and I'm like, what's happening? And she's like, oh, I have this blister. I don't use these shoes that often, yada, yada. And so I went into where we have our little uh, first aid kit and I grabbed some um, band-aids and, and some, I don't know, like Neosporin or something like that. And I gave it to her like here, here. And she's like, oh, you're so thoughtful. And she said, my husband, I wish my husband was a bit like that. You're like, not that they have a bad relationship or anything, but she was like, oh, my husband would just be like, oh, okay. You know, like, hope it heals or, you know, <laughs> but he would not even Taking think about, care. yeah. Or like, yeah. And so she she was like, oh, that's so thoughtful of you. Like, you did not even, like, you went straight to it. Like, grabbed it. I didn't even have to ask you or anything. You just thought of that. And I'm like, well, I don't know. That's just how I am. And sometimes that is so nice because for her, it was something that she was not expecting someone to do because she's just used to it. Like her husband is not going to do it. You know, it's the little things people don't realize it's actually the little things that build up and either in a positive way or a negative way. Like that is so true. Like you taking the initiative to do something without her having to ask that would make her situation easier on her it means so much because what it means is that you thought about her pain and you went out of your way to find a solution for her. And mm -hmm. yes, it might seem like a small task, like it's ending, <clears throat> but she didn't ask you and you did it. And it, it's that extra initiative that made her feel felt cared for. And yeah. I've always believed that if you actually put someone's best interest, like if I'm in a relationship I hope that my boyfriend always has my best interest and the best initiatives to make my life easier. And if I'm also doing the same for him, then actually everyone's needs are met and everybody feels like they're being cared for and that the other person is taking initiation for their care, whether it's mental, physical, health, anything. And that's the best feeling. So I understand why it meant so much to her because maybe she doesn't, not that they have a bad relationship, but maybe she's looking for those little initiatives that make her feel like he's thinking of her and how to make things better for her. Yeah, and it's just like a little, I just thought of it like sprinkles all over, like a, a cupcake can be amazing, but those little sprinkles that yeah. just makes it even better. And it's not a huge thing, like you said, they're just small things, but it just makes everything like it just it makes it look up. better you know and so up. yeah and it so those little yeah. sprinkles can make i mean my favorite cake is confetti what is it that makes it different from a vanilla cake it's the sprinkles yeah it's, it's it's just the little thing it's that tiny little thing that makes a plain vanilla cake into like one of the best cakes that ever existed it is yeah. that small initiative you know and the reality is those are the things that really do build up Like, that's what makes people feel taken care of. And if you're both always taking those initiations and caring and thinking about how to make that other person feel cared for, then everybody's going to feel fulfilled. 
Yeah. Yeah. And but that it, person it is gonna take it. Best. Yeah. And that person is gonna feel like, oh wow, like he did something extra. But I'm doing it just because like that's how I am, you know? And if she's the same way, you know, then I always feel like it's something extra, but it's really not for that person. They're just doing it because they 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 think of you. They you know, like they're trying to put themselves in, in your shoes and, and who, who I don't doesn't know. want to feel like that who doesn't want to feel like that person is thinking of them and cares for them and that person wants to make their life better who doesn't want that feeling yeah and actually usually like exactly putting yourself in their shoes people want to feel like when I go to complain to someone and they really understand how I feel that they put themselves in my shoes that's the best feeling yeah. Like, oh, that that must really, you know, this is how like I would feel or I feel understood. I feel loved and cared for when that happens. Yeah. Huh? So that's that's that was my last thought. That was my last thought. That's my last thought too. I would definitely want a band aid. <laughs> <laughs> no, my. And, I mean, you and some my sprinkles. Thing in the world. I was just gonna use my favorite thing in the world. There's nothing I love more than sprinkles. Like, I love. I really. There's nothing like fun fatty cake to me. So. I mean, there you really go. is the best example. All right. Well, perfect. So we'll perfect. talk on Friday. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna ask you. I might ask you. I can't promise I won't. But we'll see if you win every day when we talk on Friday. Okay. Yes. You're like, okay, but um, you're like really hoping I forget to ask. <laughs> no, you can totally ask me. I really want to go. I really do. I'm trying my best. I need to lose some weight. And you don't need to lose need weight. To Let be... me tell all the yes. listeners. Ben is the cutest fucking thing ever. You don't need to lose weight. But I think working out is so important. You don't lose weight from work. I mean, yes, you can obviously lose weight from working out. But working out really is for health. Like, you know, yeah, if no. you want to be as healthy as your dad, this is the way. Yeah. So I really do want to lose some weight, but I know you I need, need to work out. I need I need to be healthier in my everyday life. So so yeah. So this is one start for my motivation. And then we're totally gonna probably you're you're totally probably gonna meet a girl in this boot camp. Let's see. Did you see any cute girls today? Uh yeah, one and she's the owner of the place. Oh. <laughs> well actually that works out for you because then you don't have to pay for another month. So you, might, <laughs> you might actually really want to aim for that. That's actually not a problem. You were planning yeah. on that coming for months too. So we either lose it by going after her and seeing what happens and you won't be welcome back for month two anyways if she doesn't like you or <laughs> she likes you and you get month two for free so <laughs> it we'll see works out for you we'll see what happens yeah but that was the only cute girl that i saw so well, it's not a bad one i'm telling you she's she might be the, she might be able to get you a lifelong membership <laughs> yeah who knows maybe i'm I'll, I'll end up working there too <laughs> well then then you'd i'd have to come to take classes with you i might actually yeah. just fly out just to take a class okay <laughs> all right well, sounds I'll good talk to you on friday good luck tomorrow don't break thank you very much <laughs> okay, i'll talk to you later okay, bye everybody bye bye everyone yeah.